This call is now being recorded. <laughs> We're on express elevator to hell. Going down. Two. One. Mark. already like mid conversation here but uh <laughs> we're, we're talking we're talking about uh the upcoming film rampage um yes which uh um we we're just talking about like that uh one of my favorite people is in it uh Joe Manganiello um from True Blood, and he was in the first uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Um, yep. Been a lot of stuff, but we were just talking about how he's a big-time nerd. Like, he's all into everything. He's into comic books, he's into uh, Star Wars and TV and movies and everything. He was a skinny kid growing up, and, you know, and he became this big behemoth of a, you know, male specimen now. <laughs> uh, he's like... Oh, he, he, he was the perfect Flash Thompson. I mean, oh, he was. The, the, the Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. I was like, I mean, he he was Flash Thompson. I mean, I, I, at least the, the was, 60s version, the big bully guy. Yeah, but here's the funny thing. He was totally bummed out because he, he, uh, he wanted Holy cow, are you in a wind tunnel? I am in a wind tunnel. Hold on. Are you are you in a tornado? <laughs> look out! Look out for the cow! Look out for the <laughs> the falling cow! Um, that's a twister uh, reference. Uh, yeah, I, got, uh, I picked that up. Uh, no, but somebody else might not have. Um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, um, but he was bummed out because he wanted to be Peter Parker. He he read for Peter Parker. And he's yeah. like, oh, I have to play Flash Thompson? You know, he's like, I mean, I'm happy to be in the movie, and I'm totally stoked to be in a Spider-Man movie, but I have to play the police. Like, he's like, he's like, I'm actually playing the guy that used to pick on me. Like, you know, he's like, he's like, I'm drawing from being bullied as a kid. You know, he's like, I'm, I'm everything that I hate. <laughs> it's like he's like this is really weird, you know that I'm you know I'm in this weird mirror universe where I get to <laughs> I get to play the guy that tortured me. Um, that's really funny. So was, I had no idea. Yeah, so he, I had no idea. Yeah. He was uh, he was into all that stuff. Pop, stupid way into it, which is kind of funny because, and this is what made me not really like this guy. Uh, in the new Spider-Man Homecoming, the guy who plays Flash Thompson, the uh, Indian kid, um, who, was, who was great. I mean, he did a good job in the context of that movie. That Flash Thompson was different than the Flash Thompson from uh, earlier incarnations. But he, somebody asked if anybody, if, if the original Flash Thompson had seen, you know, what he's done. And he's like, well, I don't. I don't think he'd really understand it. You know, he, you know, he's, you know, uh, 
not the kind of guy that's going to, you know, be interested in, you know, in any of this kind of stuff. He, having known nothing about Joe Manganiello, like, like, you know, obviously he knew zero about him, you know, so he oh, was just yeah. like, you know, oh, well, this will be, this will be over his head, you know, this is a, this is a more cerebral take on Flash Thompson, and, you know, and I think he, you know, his is much different or whatever, and it's like, dude, you don't even know what you're talking about. The Manganiello is like a, freaking expert on this stuff like he's a library <laughs> of, of, of this garbage he loves it uh, yeah and uh and he was gonna be uh he was gonna be superman he was all in to be superman it was gonna happen he was like top choice they were like yes you are superman and who who i mean you look at him and you're like oh my god that's superman oh and yeah he's definitely. got everything he's got the chiseled yeah. jaw he's just like i mean he's Exactly, Superman. And uh, here's another thing with TV um, that uh, True Blood would not let him out of the contract. And he said, as much as I was upset about that and I was, you know, really, you know, angry about it, you know, because I'm like, I wanted to play, you know, the big superhero character for so long. And here's my chance I get to be Superman. And he's like, and they won't let me out. He's like, so on one hand, I was like angry with them for not letting me do it. <clears throat> but then he was like, but you know what? They were good to me. They gave me a part, you know, that I never would have gotten before. Um, they, you know, always. Talking about the true, true blood. People. Yeah, yeah, true yeah. blood. And so he's like, I can't, I can't bite the hand that feeds me, even though, you know, I've got this like, you know, uh, situation where I have to choose, you know, I have to choose. He's like, I, I have to be loyal and I have to follow my, you know, I got to be, be professional and, and I got to, you know, uh, do what they tell me, you know, and, and he goes, and it was sad and it was brutal. And, and he said, I couldn't even watch, uh, the first Superman movie for a really long time. He was, cause it was just, too painful. Like he said, I just couldn't even oh. bring myself to even watch it. You know, because he was like, I love these superhero movies and I really wanted to see the movie. He's like, but I knew it would just be too difficult. Um, and he said, well, good for like him. One, uh, I mean, and like, yeah, and then like one day he said, he just like, he like watched it like on his couch, like curled up in a blanket, like he was just like at home. <laughs> and I, I love the image of Joe Montanello, this big monster of a guy curled up on the couch with a blanket wrapped around him, just like, oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to watch it. And uh, and, and he said he, he watched it and he was like, okay, yeah. That's all right. You know, he's like, he's like, okay. I'm, you know, he's like, he did a good job. He's like, I don't feel terrible now. You know, he's like, I, you know, I'm all right. You know, he's like, I, I survived, you know, but uh, I thought that was so cute. And then, of course, he goes on to uh, marry, uh, uh, what's her name from uh, Modern Family, who I just, um, just completely lost her, her name in my head. Uh, beautiful, uh, Sophia Vergara, 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 he married her? Yeah, he married her. Huh. So, I mean, it's like, oh my God, what a life. (laughs) And now he's, and now he's Deathstroke in the, uh, in the DC universe. So good for him. Um, but he's in DC Deathstroke. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was him at the end of uh, Justice League. Oh, uh, boy. That little, I almost that little completely that forgot that movie end. entirely. Yeah, the, I don't the, even remember what happens in it. At the very end, uh, there's a little tease where uh, Lex Luthor is getting the band back together. And he's got, oh, uh, that's right. And he's got Deathstroke. They're on the boat, and Deathstroke is there. And I don't even know. Oh, no, that's see right. There's a boat. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was Manganiello, my buddy. Um, he's also, he's <laughs> Your also, personal he's also, friend. He's also <laughs> in the uh, the Peewee movie that was on Netflix, and he plays himself, oh, yeah. which is uh, which is very funny. Uh, I actually thought that was really great. funny. Yeah. He's yeah. really great. He's a, he's a, he seems like such a great guy. Like he's a nice guy. So I'm happy that he's in Rampage. He's getting work. Good for him. Um, yeah, we'll see how Rampage is. Yeah, I mean, I think it's gonna blow. But yeah, I'm gonna. It's gonna yeah, be, like, it's gonna be fine. Like we talked about before I mean, we started recording, I, we're we're gonna go see it tonight. And uh, yeah, I love the the arcade game as a kid. Like that's one of my favorite arcade games. But it, I mean, and you know, the movie looks like they got half of it right, and that there's giant monsters attacking a city. But they've got yeah. a whole different backstory. And it's not even like the backstory in the game was so complicated that they yeah. they didn't even need to change it. Like, it's so... I mean, people grow into giant monsters and attack the city. That's the plot. And they still felt the need to go, animals grow into giant monsters and attack the city. I mean, it's like... There was one thing that was part of the plot and you changed it. Like, what? I don't understand. Like, I'm just, I'm completely, I, I, I'm already going into the movie going, why would you change this one thing? Unless the story really is compelling. There's some compelling reason that they do it. I just, I'm, I'm going in with a bias. Plus, I think yeah. the trailers look stupid. But, oh, yeah, free movie. I'll have a fun time. That's it. Free movie. It'll be it'll be fun. You guys will have a good time and uh and it will uh it will be whatever it is. You know, I mean yeah. uh the rock is on a high right now. I mean people really like him and uh did you see uh Jumanji? Yeah, yeah I did. Actually yeah, yeah I was, was gonna talk about that as our this is but before we get any farther, this is the ten minutes from hell podcast. I'm done. Yeah, see the you're, credit. Yeah, it's, it's, you're Steve. It's like, it's, we're nerdy brothers, and we talk. It's like the stuff. beginning. It's like the beginning of a, a movie or a TV show or something where it just like goes right <laughs> into it, and then it gets into the credits. That's ah, what it is. Yeah, exactly. Um, I like it. But I don't. I don't really want to talk about Jumanji. I really want to talk about Ready Player One. Like well, that's, that's that's what I. Yeah. That was going to be my my lead in though. Like this is you know the. Since we started talking about Rampage, this is our video game movie spectacular. Oh, there you go. So there you go. I, like, I, I tied it all like together. That. Hey! So, Jumanji. <laughs> it was, was fun. I thought it was Jumanji was a fun, you know, sort of family action adventure thing. I mean, there's really not a whole lot to say much more than that. It's, no. uh, I got it, a little, uh, I got a little, I got a little tired of the, uh, Jack Black character. Um, the whole was, like yeah. Jack, Jack kind of like as a teenage girl thing. It just, after a while, that just 
after a couple of jokes, I'm like, yes, we get it. Okay, you're a teenage girl. You know, it's like, uh, yeah. it just, it, they belabored that a little bit. And there was like a, an SNL sketch. Like it just, it was yeah. one joke that went just a little too long. Way too long. And unfortunately, and they had to commit to it because they made it a major character. So it couldn't have been like a side character that you see once and then goes away. They they made it one of the four main characters, so they're kind of stuck with that right. choice. But there were some clever things in it, and I, I thought it was fun. And uh, um, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was it was fine. I thought it was enjoyable. I enjoyed myself. Um, I like the idea of the whole like uh, losing lives. That was uh, that oh yeah, that was really cool. That was that was clever. That was fun. Um, where they just dropped in from from on top whenever they die, and that was that was cool. And, you know, and it was good. It was good about establishing rules and then following the rules. Like yeah. I don't remember going, "Hey, you just broke your rule." Their rules yeah. were very simple. They followed them, and they did it all the way to completion. Yeah, like there wasn't uh, there wasn't a moment where I was like, "Wait a minute, you never mentioned that before." You know, it's like right. everything was mentioned, everything was there. It yeah, was all up. laid out. Yeah, yeah. Unlike solid, solid movie. <laughs> Unlike Ready Player One, <laughs> oh, boy, <laughs> which, here we go. Which had which had. It could do whatever it wanted, whenever it wanted, and there yeah. were no worries about like you know breaking any rules. Um, you know this this movie should have been called the Ten Minutes from Hell movie. <laughs> basically, <laughs> exactly. Basically, it's everything that we talk about encapsulated into a mediocre film, um, but. <laughs> What it what it did make me want it what it did make me want is it wanted me to not talk about any of this stuff ever again <laughs> because it just it made it made me it made me feel like it was all so futile like it was all just so like ugh so this is it so this is where it's come to and and here's the thing that really bothered me is when I started doing the math about and, and by the way. If you're listening to this, there's going to be a million spoilers. So, I mean, if you oh, wanted yeah. to see yep. this movie and you haven't seen it yet, it's been out for a couple of weeks. If you haven't seen it yet, you need to stop it and see the movie and then go back. Or if you don't care, you can just listen to everything we're going to say. Because we're going to blow everything. I don't I don't care. Um, there's, I mean, there's not really a ton. I mean, I don't know. It, it's, no, more I mean, a, uh, yeah. it's more of an yeah, experience I mean, than than a movie it, with like shocking twists and turns. I mean, it's it's pretty rote by the numbers action yeah. adventure thing. But 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 the math of it, when I was figuring it out, I go, I go, wait a minute. Holiday, the character, the one who creates the the game, yeah, he's my age. I'm like, he is my age. Like, that's how old I will be when this oh, movie yeah. takes place. And I was like, oh, man, is that depressing? You know, cause it's like, <laughs> because that means that when I'm in my 70s, people are still going to be talking about the 80s. Like, you know, it's like, wow. ugh. and not just the 80s, but just 
the pop culture of the eighties. It's like that's, you know, that, see, that, that was really kind of that was kind of strange because it it didn't really. It's like it ignored obviously all pop culture from the eighties on. I mean, it was. I mean, I mean, after, I mean, do you think there was I nothing mean, really nineties? There was nothing. No, I mean, well, except you know, for the stuff where they they had to change because of licensing issues or whatever. Because like Iron Giant, I guess in the book Ultraman is Iron Giant, and they couldn't oh, clear okay. they couldn't clear the rights for Ultraman, so the Warner Brothers was like, "Oh, we got this big thing. Let's just use this yeah. big thing, and it's the same thing, right? It's just another big thing." So yeah, I mean, it, it, was, of, it, it really had nothing to do with the property. They just needed a big thing. Yeah. They just needed a big thing. And they did. Yeah. They got the big thing. Um, now, Colleen read the book. So she, like, could tell me everything about, like, oh, this was different and this is different and this is different. And I, and I understand, like, the changes that they made from the book because film is a visual medium and you have to show things instead of read things. And um, that's a de- that's the definition. Is that how it works? <laughs> that's how it works. In books, you read them and then the movie plays in your mind and it's a mind movie and then when you watch a movie, you're simply watching images flash in front of your eyes that you are then having to interpret in a way where your your retina flips the image. Anyway, well we're not gonna get into the complications of uh of how you how you you know, see these things. Um but uh Can you draw me a diagram? But I will, I'll put it on the website. Um but uh but so I understood the changes. I understand why they why they did the things they did. But it sounds like some of the things in the book would have been a lot more interesting than what they actually uh, did in the movie. Um, which, first of all, did I like this movie? I did not. <laughs> you did not. You did not like. You didn't I like I anything I, about it. Yeah. Well, no, I enjoyed some aspects of it. Um, but as a movie, okay. Here's the thing. Spielberg is Spielberg, and yeah. I, I have a certain amount of expectation from a Spielberg movie. Um, I felt like, for one thing, it didn't even feel like a movie to me. I felt like I was watching like cutscenes from a video game, like most of the time. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I didn't feel like I was actually watching a movie. The only time yeah. I actually felt like I was watching a movie actually was when they were showing the flashbacks. Of Holiday and the Simon Pegg character. Oh yeah, and, and, that and the Ben great. and the, yeah, and the Ben Mendelsohn and, and all that. I loved all that. Yeah. I really did. I wanted more of that. Oh, exactly. I wanted yeah. less less of this video gamey in the Oasis. It's a horribly depressing scenario. I yeah. mean, uh, and, well, and I the mean, main and the main character is really boring. He is a really boring character. I mean, it's like, really boring. If you um, think about it for more than about five minutes, the logic just breaks down just immediately. I mean, it's just, it's like... Immediately. Yeah. It, it just, it does not, it, it's... And I don't know if this even, is the Even the, the finale, the book, even, it was, But it's just, yeah. it's like, it's like, you could, you didn't, you obviously did not spend more than a half hour thinking about this concept. <laughs> And if you ever, like, thought about the logical, like, next steps, you'd be like, yeah, it doesn't matter. 
I mean, I, that's that's what I feel like has to. I mean, it, well, first of all, uh, um, I'm going to step back and say overall, I thought it was fun. Which I don't know if you read the thing I wrote on the website. I thought it was. I fun, did read. I, I read but, it. I read it afterwards. Yeah. It's not a good movie by any means, but it's fun. Right. The references were fun, and uh, um, Mark Rylance, who plays uh, Halliday, was the MVP of the film. Like, I would just watch a movie about that guy, like, for two hours. Like, he was the absolute best, especially not realizing who Mark Rylance was until afterwards, and I'm looking at his credits going, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this is that guy. Like, I thought gosh, I've seen this guy in a thousand things and I just did not recognize him whatsoever as this uh, uh, sort of shy, goofy... Uh, he was very George McFly. Yeah. yeah. Um, he definitely had that same kind of vibe. Um, but now, as, as, a, as a movie, what I was talking about was... I expect a certain thing from Steven Spielberg. And oh yeah. Um and I felt I felt like that we weren't really watching a movie. Uh, I just no. felt like there was just a, it was very disconnected and very disjointed. But um I feel like it, uh, there's like a a longer version out there. I mean there's it it feels like it was by the one to hell. I mean yeah. it was just if 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 uh well, you know, there actually is something that was in the trailer that was not in the movie where somebody says something like, they're killing us for real. Like, that's in one of the trailers. Like, we're like, oh, really? killing us in the real world. And that was never said in the movie. I was waiting for it to happen. And I think that's another problem that this movie had was that the stakes seemed very, very low. Like, like yeah. it didn't feel like, I didn't feel the sense of danger that I wanted to. Like, when I heard what this movie was, like, when I heard that they were making this movie, and they said it's from a book, and they're explaining what the premise was, which is, you know, kind of this Willy Wonka uh, situation where, you know, the person who created it dies and, and is then going to give the keys to it. Uh, to somebody, and they're going to be able to take control of it. I thought, well, that sounds really interesting, but it also sounds kind of sinister, and, and it sounds like it could be kind of exciting. And like, you know, like I was like, oh, you know, so that means they're going to be in the game, and they're going to, you know, and, and then if they die in the game, maybe they die in real life, and if you know, whatever, you know, like I was expecting. Oh yeah, I was expecting something on that you know kind of scenario and then when I found out that wasn't the case and I was like well maybe they're going to kill people in the real world while they're trying to find stuff in the game like maybe like you know like if they're playing the video game in their house they can blow up their house and then that way then they're going to disappear in the game and then you know well, they, try, they you know. kind of tried to take that angle I mean they they sort of they sort of went down that path, but they kind of did. Um, yeah. But again, maybe you know, maybe the book was different. Maybe the book is more you know uh, serious that way. Um, but the main character is incredibly boring, and I hated him because I just thought he was just <laughs> so. I just thought he was so dull, and like what a yeah. dull character. And then the avatar that he picks, he looks like a. Uh, I don't know, spiky-haired, you know, animated video guy. Like, it didn't even, like... And the fact that we're still talking about Buckaroo Banzai when I'm in my 70s, 
that made me very sad. What? It just it just made come me on. sad. <laughs> no, oh, love Bunker Rubin. Come on, I love Bunker Rubin's I too, but we're, I'm not going to be talking about him when I'm in my seventies. Please, come on. <laughs> That's not Kevin cool. Smith. Kevin Smith is going to get the movie or the TV show. Oh, Jesus. He's going to do it. They're going to they're going to work out the rights. Oh, good. Probably not you say ever. Probably, probably not ever. That's probably what made him, I probably made him have a heart attack. Like, probably, I'm, I'm going to go off on a uh, Buckaroo Banzai aside. I love Buckaroo Banzai. It's one of my, yeah, like, like just favorite movies. I don't know if I'd put it in the top ten, but it's it's up there. And uh, the fact that whoever's in charge can't figure out the rights to it is downright the stupidest thing I've ever heard because nobody but like me and a few other nerds care about it. Yeah. So the fact that they can't figure that out, I'm like, guys, th- I mean, it, this is nothing. Like, what? How, how can you not figure this out? Yeah. If nobody really cares that much, it's not like a no. billion dollar property. It's not like it's got a no. Transformers or something. I mean, it's, it's not, yeah. not like this giant massive thing. Just figure it out. <laughs> yeah. It's not that big of a deal. Well, there's nothing really even that. So there's the there's, yeah. maybe I own the rights, but maybe they own it. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah it's, lawyers. it's 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 nuts. Yeah, we hate lawyers. Maybe they have a movie about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, I don't know if I would say that we hate all lawyers. I, that, that's no. a pretty broad stroke. I know some lawyers. I can't. I, I won't say that. Yeah. I, okay. I do not hate all lawyers. Uh, <laughs> okay. Anyway, end of Buckaroo Banzai aside. Uh, so, uh, so the main character is super boring. Um, yeah. And you have a female character in the movie that is a much more interesting character. Much better, and it's like, why can't she be the lead of the movie? Like, why can't, why can't oh, yeah. she be the main character and have this guy be the side character? Because he would have been <laughs> fine as a side character. And uh, and you know, and there was I so didn't many think about that. That's, that's a great was, idea, actually. But there were so many opportunities where you could have had a lot more fun with the whole idea of like, you can be anything you want to be, and anyone can be anyone. You know, that kind of thing. And they just went with, like, the most simple, boring kind of take on it. And, like, you know, and and when, you know, she's talking to him in the game and she's like, oh, you wouldn't, you wouldn't like me, you know, in the real world. But I'm like, oh, my God, she's going to be hideous. And, and, And she was. I mean, when they showed her in the real world, I wanted to throw up. She was so <laughs> disgusting because she was she obviously like may have been attractive at one point, but then she had this horrible reddish kind of mark around one of her eyes. It, it was disgusting, and I was like, "Yes, you are right. There is no way anybody in the real world would ever find you any sort of attractive." <laughs> and it's a good thing that you spend a lot of time in the Oasis because nobody's even going to look at you. You are sick. Uh, it was, but that's a typical Hollywood thing. It's like Hollywood, oh, yeah. ug- it was Hollywood ugly. You know, like when they showed yeah. her, I was just like, oh, come on. Really? I mean, seriously? 
I'm like, yeah. if you really, if you really wanted to, to like be real about this, she should have been like a paraplegic. She should have like, you know, been like, you know, grossly overweight. I mean, something to make you be like, this is real. This is what they really look like. And same <laughs> and, with yeah. Wade. Wade should have, Wade should have looked like Jonah Hill. Like that's the way he should have looked in and fat Jonah Hill, not not skinny Jonah Hill. And it's like and that's that's the place we should have started from. And then this movie would have been uh edgy, it would have been interesting, it would have been, yeah. this is what the real world is. This is what it's like. And instead they didn't take any chances. They they just played it completely safe. They wanted everybody yeah. to, to like the leads and, you know, and be like, oh, you know, they're good looking, you know, kids, you know, awesome. Great. Good for you. Um, but it's like they didn't explore it at all. And no. basically it ended up being just like a big, long video game cutscene of throwing in as many visual uh, Easter eggs. I hate that yeah. name so much. Visual uh, Easter eggs it, of, of and they use it. I mean, it's saying they use it in the movie. I mean, that's yeah, they, they literally it's, call oh, it an God. Easter egg. Yeah. Oh my God! Yes, I got it. It's an Easter egg. <laughs> I get it. Holy and, shit! And the Easter Let egg is an actual Easter egg. It's, yeah, it, it is an egg. Easter egg. It is an egg. This <laughs> <laughs> is so dumb. And then and then like when they uh, um went into The Shining. Like every, I, hear, I hear a lot of people talking about this, about how cool that was when they went into The Shining because Spielberg like recreated The Shining, you know, and I was not impressed with that at all. Like I was like, yeah, I feel like I'm watching The Shining, which was already made. And now <laughs> you put your, char- your, your CGI characters into a movie that I've already seen. And I don't really, this is not exciting to me at all. Like, you know, like when it started interacting with the, the ghost lady in the bathroom, I was like, yeah, yeah, I know it happened in the movie. I remember it. It was Jack Nicholson instead of the CGI Panthor or whatever that guy's <laughs> name was. Because <laughs> that's who I thought he looked like. I thought he looked like Panthor. Um, From, uh, Thundercats. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. who I thought he looked like. Um, but uh, see, there you go. See, now I'm referencing something from another <laughs> thing because that's what, you know, that's the thing. Um, but it's, but it's, I was just so disappointed, and 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 the thing is, is that I know that Spielberg can make a fun movie. I know he can because I, here's here's what he, I did. Can he anymore though? I mean, I don't. He, well, here's the thing. I went back, and this is weird, but I was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about uh, Crystal Skull, and I was, and they were saying, you know, the first thirty minutes of Crystal Skull. Is really really good. Like it's really like no, classic, like Spielberg. It really, and I went back, not. but if you go back and you watch, but if you go back, just hang on. Yeah. I, I said the same thing. If you go back and watch the first like twenty minutes to half hour of Crystal Skull, e- even though there's some things in there that are kind of stupid, it still has a fun feel. 
And it does feel like classic Spielberg. I mean, it does. You know, it's like, I mean, it has the music, it has the buildup, it has the, it's well shot. It's there, there you know, is the fun sequences. Stuff. There is, there is. I'm just saying it's that just he does the, have the potential the right away. The writing yeah, is so it's, bad. Yeah, it's not, yeah, yeah, it's not If good. there was no but, other Indiana Jones movies, maybe, but I, I I remember watching those first few scenes and being like, I've got script notes for you, Mr. Spielberg. <laughs> Referencing your other films that would make this all connect and actually make sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've talked about why that. Did you, why did you not? Like, uh, I know. It was a the arc, Yeah, the whole arc thing. But, I mean, we've all gone through that, and it's terrible. But if you just take it for what it is, okay, yeah. just like the merits that it is, just break it down to that, that opening sequence. Because, I mean, you, you and I both know that movies are not made all at once. They are, they're made in oh, sequences. Right. So when they were yeah. shooting those sequences, you have to give them credit that when they shot those sequences, each sequence was good on its own. You know, like yeah. whether it be the the Indiana walking into the uh, the house and having the TV on, which is really creepy, and oh, uh, yeah. and the, and the mannequins or whatever, and yeah. and yeah, it leads to the nuke the fridge thing. But think about it just as a sequence on its own. That's a very oh yeah, that's I'm, that's, that's a great that's, yeah, that's a, a great sequence. that's a very effective yeah. sequence. And then think about like when they pull him out of the car. And his hat falls down, and he picks it up. That yeah. sequence alone is good. You know, that's a yeah. good sequence. Now, in in putting it, assembling all these sequences together, they don't add up to much. But uh, taken as their own little sections that they that they made, those sequences work. And yeah. and then and then so even back the to rocket like the, car. Is really fun. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a fun sequence. That's what I'm saying. Like the sequences, they work. And so Spielberg, as a filmmaker, can make a sequence that works, and and it can it can happen. He can do it. He did not do it in Ready Player One, and the CGI in Ready Player One is very similar to what he did with Tintin. Now, I went back and I watched a little bit of Tintin because I happen to have that on uh, Apple Movies. So I watched, I watched some of it, and I'm like, this is really good. Like, this is good. Like, this CGI that he's doing in Tintin, this whole motion capture and everything, this is yeah. very good. So why does Ready Player One suck? Like, why does, why does well, the, the new stuff look worse than the Tintin stuff? Um, I don't know. I have an answer for it. I don't know what it is, but it it doesn't, and it's bad. And the the CGI stuff in in Ready Player One is just look, yeah. It tires me out. They're trying to um, in an echoey place here. They're trying to do um a video game. It's like they're they've they've kind of dumbed things down and simplified a little bit because it's supposed to be a game and not an immersive film like Tintin was. And uh, I don't know. It, and the ending, the, the ending, ending was so lame. That whole the like, problem I had. Oh, I mean, the, I, I felt like there wasn't a story 
Like there wasn't a exactly. No like there wasn't a there wasn't a theme. It's like you know, it, in interviews, Spielberg has you know said that it, it you know the movie is supposed to be about whatever this or that, and I did not get any like I, I think you said something about. Uh, it was supposed to be about, you know, like the dangers of social media and, and video game addiction and, you know, the, the way. Oh, yeah, I got, I got have, that. I got into I, that. Why? Well, but not, I got, I got, not really, though, because, I mean, like, oh, no, I, I got it at the end when he smacked me in the head with a baseball bat of, of uh, well, we decided that it would be good for us to go outside once in a while and have a couple of days off the Oasis. You know, and it's yeah. like. Oh, oh! So that's what it is. Okay. How well, about this? That's... How about you shut down the oasis? <laughs> how, about you, how about you own it? How about you just shut it off and you go, "Hey, dum dums, everybody, go outside from now on." How about start yeah. start cleaning some shit up? How about somebody go outside and get a mop? <laughs> you know, it's like how about how about let's stop living in storage containers. And let's all start like learning a trade and building a house once in a while. How about that? How yeah. about we all just put our joysticks down and fucking do something, <laughs> grow yeah. some crops? I mean, come on, <laughs> you know, it's like that's that's how you ended it. Is that? Oh, oh that's the well, thing. You know, it's yeah. I it's took, so uh, I took. Oh, and then the other thing was I took two days off so I could so I could uh, make out with my hot girlfriend in my really nice apartment, you know, because, you know, now I'm, now I'm rich now, yeah, now and I'm I rich. got, yeah. and I got, and I got my, my tattooed, disgusting girlfriend that I have to make out with, um, cause she looks nothing <laughs> like her, like her cartoon avatar. <laughs> like, this is so dumb. And the bad well, guy was awesome. I love Ben Mendelsohn. I love this. Yeah. Guy. yeah. I love him so much. He is so cool. That dude can like take anything, and ma- he's just a really good actor. I really dig him. Like when he did the thing as the intern, and you know, trying to oh, talk yeah. to, to Holiday. Awesome man, that was a great thing. It was so Again, good. I was like, that stuff was so all cool. so that stuff was yeah. all so great. But that's but it, because it, it was that was a real movie, and Ben Mendelsohn was playing a real character, and it was and it so it made sense and it had emotional impact. And yeah. you know, all that was great, but they didn't follow through. They didn't follow through with it. It didn't. It didn't no. match up. You know, by the end, I was just like, "So what's going on exactly?" You know, it's like. And then when they did yeah. the whole switcheroo thing, where he thought he was in the real world, but he was actually in the oasis or whatever, that was a big insult. I hated that because <laughs> they actually had to explain it to me. Dumb, dumb Wade Watts had to sit there and go, oh, so he thinks he's in the real world, but he's actually in the Oasis? And I'm like, yeah, dumb, dumb, I'm watching the movie. I know that's what's happening. I mean, it's like, it's obvious. It's, it's, we're, looking, we're looking right at it. It's on the screen. He didn't yeah. have to say it out loud. Like, you know, oh, so that's what's happening, exposition? You know, and it's like, well, <laughs> I'm not an idiot. I'll get it. Yeah. You know, it's like don't don't beat me over the head with stuff like that. That's that's bogus. Well, well and uh, I was trying to get back to uh, the point I had about the you know 
Spielberg was, you know, trying to make some sort of point, supposedly. And like yeah. uh, you talked about, you know, they, oh, you know, we're going to shut this thing down for two days a week or whatever. That's the only time that they make it seem like the real world is better. And yeah, every, every other time in the real place. world, it's, it's poorly, I mean, it's, it's like really desaturated and grainy yeah. and the footage just looks like garbage. No, yeah. and it, there's, there's nothing good. They, they never show anything good about the real world, ever. Nobody and looks good. Everybody and looks they, horrible. They bring it in at the end saying, oh, but, you know, we need to go outside every once in a while. And then, that's, and then Spielberg is going around saying, oh, that's what this movie is about. I'm like, no, it's not. Nothing, nothing in the film leads you to that conclusion. Like, yeah. it, it's that it, the whole movie is about how this digital world is better and more exciting and, and everything looks, you know, great compared to the real world. And and then you try to throw in like a GI Joe like knowing is half the battle thing at the end. <laughs> and it's it's like come on. I mean, if you really want to take that path, and I, I wrote this briefly in in the little write up I did. Tron Legacy takes this theme that Spielberg was supposedly going after and actually makes a movie about it. Where at the end of Tron Legacy, you're like, yeah, you know what? The real world is better. Like from a person, you know, coming from the inside going out, the real world is a, a, a better alternative to this digital place. And yeah. it just it, it just feels so false. Like yeah, if he's trying to tack this sort of like message at the end. And I'm like, nah. you're a filmmaker, right, Steven Spielberg? You've made movies. Yeah. I know you've made lots of good movies and you know how a movie works. And you know how you're supposed to weave a theme throughout the entire thing. So it's just total bullshit that you're saying that this is what it's supposed to be about. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's insulting to me that you're trying to, to say that after the fact. Because you, well, the you're, guy not, that, you're, not doing it, you're not doing it right. <laughs> well, the, guy, the guy that wrote the book, I mean, uh, obviously, uh, Holiday's character is him. Yeah. Um, because he's, you know, around my age. And, uh, so his idea was, and then I'm speculating because I saw an interview with him and he was talking about how, you know, he had, you know, written this book and he didn't think anybody would be interested in it. And of course, you know, one thing leads to another, he gets, gets published, it gets a bidding war for the rights in the movie and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, he actually does have a DeLorean for real. Uh, oh really? Yeah, Good for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, basically, what this what this book is, and, and this is what what I gleaned from the interview is, it's like he wanted to make a story about a guy, him, who uh, makes a world where everybody values all of the things that he thinks are cool. So like everything that he thought, you know, cause in the book there's, you know, stuff about rush and there's stuff about, uh, you know, all kinds of video game stuff. And, and there's like a whole sequence where they have to play joust and all these things. So it's like all those things that he valued in his 
world in his life, you know, are like the most important thing in society because that's what everybody values. Yeah, like everybody oh, yeah. into like this pop culture thing in the Oasis, which again, it doesn't make any sense because like people of all ages are going to be in this thing and you can be anything you want. You can do anything you want, but all you can do is just, you know, look at a Chucky doll or, you know, or, uh, you know, build an iron giant. I mean, it's like, it just, yeah. it just seemed like it was just so like, this is such a thought out thing. It's, 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 it's absolutely shallow. It's, it's, there's episodes of Black Mirror that are more thought out than this entire book. Like this entire movie is built on a really flimsy premise that ends up being a very mediocre movie. And I wanted to like it. I really did. But it just it just wasn't good. <laughs> that's, that's, all, that's all I can say. And I always feel so bad when we, when we see these movies because the first thing that Kieran always wants to ask me is, did you like it? And he always wants validation from me that I like it so that way he can like it. Because he doesn't want to like it unless I do. And so yeah. I'm, I'm always like hesitant of saying that I don't like something because I want him to have his own opinion and I want him to like it for whatever reason, you know? Just like Last Jedi, when we got done Last Jedi, he was like, yeah, well, what'd you think? That was awesome, right? And I'm like, it was, it was fun, you know? And it's like, because I, <laughs> I don't want to ruin his experience of it because if he likes it, it's okay for him to like it, you know? Yeah. And, and I didn't tell him I didn't like it for a really long time. And then when I told him that <laughs> he was kind of, he was kind of crushed at first. Like he was like, you didn't like it. And I'm like, no, not really. You know? And, and it was like, and, and then he had already kind of started forming his own opinion. He's like, yeah, you know, that wasn't that good. This wasn't that good. And, and now he's just full on hating it. Like now Not he's really. just like all about like hating the movie. And I'm like, Karen, you know, you, you did like it a little bit when you saw yeah. it. Like you actually got in arguments with your friends because you actually enjoyed it. I'm like, it's okay for you to enjoy things that everybody, everybody else hates. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can you can do that. You're like that's that's all right. You don't have to change because everybody else is changing. I think that you know the fact that I don't like it is for a whole different set of reasons than why you would. You know, and and the same with Force Awakens. I mean, I, I can I can revisit that. I don't want to. Um, I haven't rewatched. <laughs> I haven't rewatched it in a couple of years, and I really don't have any need to. Um, because it leaves a very bad taste in my mouth. Like I just, you know, there are moments of it that I enjoyed, but overall, the movie leaves a bad taste in my mouth, and I really have no interest in going back to it. It was an experience. I enjoyed most of it, and uh, and now I'm done with it. I, I've moved on from it. I don't need. I don't need to keep, keep going back to it. And. I will never watch Last Jedi again. I have zero interest in ever seeing that movie again. I really don't care. I mean, it's like, it's not that I hate it, hate it. It's just that 
I got what I got out of it, and watching it again is not going to do anything for me. It just I, I don't have I don't have any interest. It just I, I've moved on, which is weird, you know. Because yeah. Star Wars Star Wars has been my world for so long, and then seeing the the new trailer for Solo, I was like so not excited. Like I just watched it and was like, yeah, okay, that's a movie. And yeah. it looks kind of cool, but it looks like Firefly or it looks like any other science fiction movie. I mean, I I don't get that excited about any. I didn't get excited when I saw the trailer for Valerian or whatever. You know, it's a science <laughs> fiction movie. You know, it's like, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'll watch it when it's when it's on. Am I going to go to the yeah. theater and see it? I don't even know if I'm going to like rush out and see it in the theater because. There's nothing about it that is exciting me. Like, people are worried about spoilers. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Whatever. You don't <laughs> spoil it. You know, so Greedo is in it? Okay, cool. Whatever. Um, I don't really care. And this Alden, Alden Reich, uh, I know I spelled his, I pronounced his name wrong. Um, he barely talks in the trailer. That's a oh, bad sign. And his delivery <laughs> is so. It is so weak. Lame. Yeah. Like, it's like, like it's, you're the it's main like, character. You're the main character, and you, you say three lines. <laughs> Everyone else is talking yeah. like crazy. Woody Harrelson says more in the trailer than he does. And I know he's not the star. No. Um, well, you so know, when the star in the, of your movie doesn't talk, the beginning of... Uh, when you first see Han Solo in Star Wars, and he, and he's talking with, uh, oh my gosh, Obi Wan and Luke, and you know, they yeah. kind of have their little interchange, and then uh, he comes back to the table later, and he's he's talking to Chewie, and he's he's like, you know, this is really going to help us out or whatever. And yeah. the way the way I just said that actually had a little more emotion and tone than Harrison Ford actually delivered the line. Like it's yeah. it's pretty pretty flat. I mean, if you go it's back and watch flat. it, it's pretty yeah. flat. And it was like whatever that guy's this new Han Solo, um, Alden, Alden, whatever. It's like you yeah. watched that scene. It was like, all right, I got the character. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna do every line flat. Like yeah, and it was like every every line in the trailer feels like that. And I'm like, oh, like. You know, Han Solo was in the other movies too, like where he actually emoted uh, uh, at least a little bit. Like, well, he, watch, and he emotes back. Another, yeah, and he, he emotes another part of Star Wars. Like, <laughs> but he he emotes in other other parts of the first Star Wars too. I mean, he I mean, yeah, that's a pretty <laughs> flat yeah. reading of of that line where he's like, "Hey, this could really help us out. Uh, go back to the ship <laughs> and clean it up." Yeah, you're right. It's totally flat, but when he's sitting there talking to Obi-Wan, the reason why he's got that, I mean, this is the way I always saw it, is the reason why he's got that tone is because he's not giving away any of his cards. Oh, he's, yeah, you know, he's, he's, totally, he's totally poker-facing the whole thing. And so he's like, oh, yeah? Okay. Well, that sounds good. Well, then you're going to do this. You know, like, he's very, like, you know, I've been through this before. I make deals all the time. I con people. I do whatever. You know, it's like I'm, you know, I'm in control, and yeah. this is what we're gonna do. 
Um, and that's what's fun about the movie is that that's the way that he comes across. And then when he gets out of the ship and they're all out, you know, in the in the galaxy, it's like, oh, this guy's kind of a screw up, isn't he? Like he's not. Yeah. This guy doesn't have it all together. Like you, you think he does, and then it's like, oh no, his ship is kind of shitty. Um, he, you know, he yeah, he's got this. He's got this back and forth with his co-pilot. He's you know, um, he doesn't do everything right every single time. He's kind of winging it. That's fun. That's what's yeah. fun. Um, yeah. and. Uh, and I'm sure that they're going to, you know, try to do that in the movie. And, and you know, and, and who knows? Maybe the movie will be entertaining as hell and everybody will talk about how great it is. And then eventually I'll be like, yeah, okay, I'll go see it. And then I'll see it and I'll be like, oh, you know, that was fun. I enjoyed that. But I they, they have a problem, though, where they, they can't make him too good. Like, they, he can't ever, he can't ever know because he starts, no, because he starts at the place where we met him. Which yeah. is this? Yeah, he's kind, kind of, of a loser. Like he's yeah, kind of emotionally stunted. Yeah, he's just. And same with Lando too. I mean, Lando's the same. I mean, it's yeah. like what, what? What kind of development is he going to have? You know, he's a he's a conniver. He's a backstabber. I mean, he doesn't have his arc until uh, Return of the Jedi. So yeah. he's a he's an asshole too. You know, and it's like, and he doesn't get better. Like, he, he is still the same a-hole in Empire Strikes Back that he's going to be in this. You know, and yeah. unless he starts out nice in this and then he becomes an a-hole, which I doubt because everybody wants him to be an a-hole. Like, that's the fun part of Lando is to have him be, you know, this kind of yeah. conniving whatever. I don't know. It just, it's got a lot of problems. You know, they, they've got a lot of issues to work through. And Ron Howard's a capable director, and I'm sure it looks great. But as far as, like, these characters are just not, it's just not going to be that interesting. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just not going to be it. It's not going to happen. They really just got to stop with this prequel nonsense, and they got to, like, just move on and just do their own thing and just, you know, go into another section of the galaxy and, and do their own stories and make new characters. And, you know, I mean, I've talked about this a million times. Force they have Awakens, a history, I mean, they have a history and a, and a mythology that they can take in a, a zillion directions. Force Awakens should have taken place 30, 40 years beyond where it was. Like, it should have yeah. been, like... Like, to the point where all the characters that we know are long dead. Everybody's gone. It, it's not like we didn't have to learn why. We didn't have to, you know, what happened to Han? What happened to Leia? What happened to Luke? They're dead. It's been 80 years. They're old. They died. It doesn't matter. These are the, these are the new people. This is the new generation. And yep. even, even, like, you could even go further. You could even have their kids be old. Like, have, you know, have them be, like, you know, have, like, Han Solo's son be 75 years old. And so then it's even further removed, so that way you don't feel like, oh, I'm still connected to the other characters. Like, I can just I can just move on, and I can just, you know, start with this whole new group 
Ray and Finn and Poe and all these guys. And, and I would have been totally on board with that. I would have been like, that's cool. That's fine. You know, now we got a whole new world going. We don't have to worry about what happened before. We're just moving actually, forward and we're just doing our own thing. I think I like the movies better pretending that that's the case. That that's actually not Han Solo. That is, uh, that is Ben Solo. <laughs> Yeah, and I see. Is, I would have uh, been, I would have been so much better with that. Like I would have been that so is okay Matt Skywalker Jedi Knight, and that is. <laughs> but what they did, but yeah, but what, yeah, but what they did is they just bastardized. They they took advantage of our fandom. They took advantage of our like love of these characters to draw us in, and then yeah. only to like just decide to just shit on it, just do whatever we yeah. want. You know, it's like, yeah. okay, we got you all here. You're all here now. Now we're going to summarily execute every single one of your beloved characters right in front of you. <laughs> just just start shooting them in the head while you're, like, sitting there watching. <laughs> it's like, well, this isn't fun. <laughs> yeah, but we still, yeah, but you still got all these guys. You still got all these guys are still here. It's like, yeah, but you just... You shot the other two people in the head. It's like, yeah, but you still got all these. These are good, right? You like these guys. So just pay attention to those guys. Well, don't worry about these. We we got rid of them. Um, did still, you ever hear the story? Did you ever hear the story about the Transformers movie? That uh, the the people in charge of the show, you know, they told them to make a uh, you know a movie for the theaters, and that. Uh, you know, Hasbro wanted uh, all these new toys to be introduced, so these are going to be your main characters, and and we're going to retire the old characters, so you, you know you can kill them or whatever you wanted to do with them. And so the writers, they were you know guys in like their twenties and early thirties, and so they they came up with this you know what they thought was a fun, cool story about you know br- you know bringing in the new guys and and getting rid of the old ones, and uh, when they first you know like sat in the theater. And kids started crying when Optimus Prime died. <laughs> They're like, oh, oh shit. What did you do? <laughs> like, yeah. we didn't even think that about this. Brutal. Like, this, yeah. this wasn't, this, this is not what we were thinking at all. Like, <laughs> no, but, no look, at, look at these guys. These are the cool ones. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and all the kids start, start throwing their Optimus Prime toys into the garbage. <laughs> and they're like, no. I don't like him anymore. <laughs> and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> he's back. Look. No, he's okay. He's all right. He's a robot. He's fine. Look, they put it back together. Did he? I know he's dead. He's dead. You killed him. <laughs> I mean, that, that's, that's the true story. That's what really happened. It's, uh, I mean, it's, 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 well, they killed him. It, it, it's killed, sort of uh, the same way. They killed Duke, too, in yeah. uh, the G.I. Joe movie. And that they was were really made at the same really, time. Yeah, they were really at the same time. That was, that was the same they thing. They wanted same writers. Yeah, yeah they wanted the same writers. to be the new Duke. And after, after that happened with the Transformers movie, they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, Duke is in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> we are changing this before it goes any farther. Yeah. So he didn't die? Yeah. I thought he died in the G.I. Joe movie. Nope, nope, he just went into a coma, and then he came back fine. Oh, okay. I was thinking he got killed. Nope. I guess I was thinking about the Transformers. I don't yeah. know. There were so many of those things going on at that time. Um, 
Well, there you go. So we, yeah. uh, I think we, I think we hashed out Ready Player One pretty, uh, <laughs> pretty well. Um, and for the record, I still think it's fun. I just don't think it's a good movie. There's stuff yeah. I really liked about it, and the stuff I, I, I think what's interesting about it is that it appeals to the younger audience who's really into like these types of video games right now, which I am yeah. not part of that anymore. I'm too old for those types of immersive video games. Um, yeah. I just don't have the time for it. Um, but it, it appeals to that, that demographic. And I really liked all the, you know, the references and the 80s stuff. And I thought all that was really fun. And so it, it's kind of a bridge between those two you know, groups. It's like, you know, I can talk to my kids about it. and We, we had fun watching it. And, um, yeah, it's pretty, pretty forgettable. It's not a good movie. I mean, just as, as a film, it fails, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Big time. But there's, there's fun stuff happening. And so there, you know, I, I can't <laughs> say that I hated it. I, I, oh, I didn't, I didn't hate it. I, like. yeah. I did not hate it. I hated the idea of it. <laughs> I hated yeah, well, I hated oh. I hated the whole like concept of it, but I didn't hate the movie and I didn't like it, but I did not hate it and I too found some entertaining things in it. Um but I do want to uh, bring up a the hugest plot hole that just fell fell apart so quickly for me. Uh so this this network from what I understand, is worldwide, right? Yeah. Like, this is this is like a worldwide thing where everybody's playing this video game. Yeah. Everybody's in Ohio. Like, everybody that that he knows online is like, right. they all live in Ohio. Within a four-block radius. That's right. Like, come, come on. Like, seriously? Was, yeah. You, you, you yeah. expect us to believe this. Like, yeah, the, that's the bad guy, completely... the big corporation. Everything is in Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No. I mean, I, yeah, you know, I didn't even think of that. That's I've a good got, one. I've got people I know, you know, just from the internet that I'm friends with worldwide. They're not yeah. all here in Minneapolis. Like, in fact, I don't think any of them are here in Minneapolis. One of them. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> This is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. It anyway, was, that, was it my, was, that was my big yeah. That was rant that was about that. And and the car driving backwards that was dumb too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I hated just the car thing. driving backwards. I just hated that whole thing. You'd be like, oh, he said to go back. Oh, he means I should drive my car backwards. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Where? Well, there's, how did there's you a, make uh, that? How did you make that leap? Like that doesn't I think even make any sense. I think there's um, a Mario level like that though, where there was one. There was some old Nintendo game where you do that, where if you went backwards at the very beginning, there was yeah. like a, a secret power up back there. It was like a free life or something. There was something like that. I, I can't remember if it was really? like a Super Mario Brothers game. Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe then it's maybe it was, legit. It was something like that. Yeah, um, so I, I, that didn't bother me. I thought that was whatever funny. nerd. Um, <laughs> but, uh, 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 but yeah, no, you're right. I mean, I, I'm sure that there probably is something. Like that. I just thought it was a big. I thought it was a big leap in the movie. I just didn't. 
I didn't see the connection. I didn't see I didn't see the wheels turning how that connected to that. And in the book, instead of it being a car race, that's where they do the joust thing. That's where they had to play joust. And I can oh, see okay. how that would be a really boring sequence in a movie because joust is not visually an exciting game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty pretty boring. Um, well, and, and instead they decide to show people playing an Atari 2600, which is just about as exciting. Yeah, that was, yeah, and then they fall through the ice. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> that was a weird deal. I was talking about um, that with the kids. I was like, you know, those Atari games were horrible. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Absolutely. Even horrible. as a kid playing them, I'm like, this game is awful. <laughs> like, but it's dragging on like a it's yeah, the only the dragon have, looks like so it's fun. The dragon looks like a duck, <laughs> and like you know, and your your guy is a little dot with an arrow yeah. as his sword. <laughs> it was like, what the hell is this? This is because yeah. on the cover of the game, it showed like this great you know Ralph Bakshi kind of like painting of like just this, <laughs> this Conan muscly warrior and this yeah. dragon. And, magic and everything, and then you put the game in, and you're like, well, this is certainly not that. (laughs) You've got the the Frank Rosetta, like, yeah. Yeah. Muscle. And then then you're not the game I was expecting. Yeah. I was like, this is not, where's my muscly guy? Well, that's him right there. It's like, he doesn't have any arms, yeah, he doesn't have any arms or legs or anything. And it's like, yeah, but look at his sword, and it's like, that's an arrow. That's not even a... That's a diagonal line. Oh, my God, look out, it's a dragon. It's like, that looks like a... That looks like a duck. That looks like a big duck. (laughs) Yes, be careful of that that horrible fire-breathing... Well, there's nothing coming out of him at all. So I don't know what you mean by fire-breathing. There's nothing... Oh, he just moved. Oh, he's heading towards me. Oh, I'm dead. (laughs) <laughs> like, I don't I don't even know what I'm doing I don't even know how this game even works this doesn't make any sense I'm just going to play uh, I'm just going to play Raiders of the Lost Ark uh oh that's, that's not any better <laughs> that, who is that well that's Indiana Jones oh that's a square what? with another square yeah, with the, a rectangle underneath it what's the is that his hat what's the <laughs> Is that a whip? That looks like a... Okay, oh, here comes a snake. Oh, that's a snake? Okay. (laughs) You're going to drop the hand grenade. The hand grenade? (laughs) When did Indy have a hand grenade? Just go with it. It's fine. Maybe I'm I'm just going to... I'm just gonna take these covers of the games and I'm just gonna stare at these for a while. I think that would be more yeah, this fun. Is, this is this is fun. You know what? I'll, I'll right. just play. I'll just play Berserk. This looks like a lot of fun. Me against a bunch of Cylon. Oh no, this is not good. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is terrible. What's the smiley face? Yeah. What? Oh, that's the, just, that's the mean. That's the mean master robot. It looks like a. It looks like one of those pieces of cereal that, that has a smiley face on it. <laughs> Did you see my uh, the post I had about the? Do you have a scrub daddy at home? The sponge. The, the I, I don't have one, face. but I remember. I remember it from Shark Tank. 
Yeah, that was uh, that <laughs> every time I, every time I do the dishes, I'm like, I'm playing Berserk. <laughs> <laughs> that was the dumbest, the dumbest bad guy ever. Like it's just a bouncing <laughs> smiley face would come across and just obliterate you, and you're like, what's what's the point of this? How is this fun? I don't get this at all. That was probably the best Atari game, though. Like as far as replay value. Because it was out, uh, it was always a little bit different. Yeah, it wasn't like you know, it, it had a little bit of randomness to it. But uh... on the twenty six hundred, I think I think one of my favorites was uh, Battle Zone. That was uh, that was good. Oh, the tank one. The yeah. graphics on it was that were incredible. Yeah. For well, in the, the six hundred. Well, yeah, I mean, in the in the arcade, obviously it was three D and crazy cool. But I mean, yeah. uh, twenty six hundred, it was it was it was workable. It wasn't great, but it was at least similar to the game. Um, But my all-time favorite favorite 2600 game was Pitfall. Pitfall was by far the most fun, challenging uh, 2600 game. I I, I can play that game forever, and it's incredibly monotonous. Um, And in fact, if you play... Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, there's uh, a level where uh, Arcade uh, pulls you into, uh, puts you into, as as the X-Men, puts you into a a video game, and you play Pitfall as, like, Cyclops. (laughs) (laughs) Which, Which is, I mean, it's exactly Pitfall. Like, everything about it is Pitfall. And the only difference is instead of having the guy from Pitfall, you're Cyclops or you're Wolverine or whoever, whatever character you're playing at the moment when Arcade pulls you into the game. And it's a fully, and it's a fully realized version of Cyclops in the Pitfall world. It's really genius. It's really, really cool. Then you have to beat the Pitfall level in order to get out of the game. Like, that's the only way that you get out of the game and can beat up Arcade, you know, get out and, and keep going. Um, yeah. it's, uh, it's really cool. All right. I think that's all we can say. Yeah, it's video game, yeah, Video game spectacular. Um, wow. We've got to come over better. We went, we, went, we went over an hour. It's we spectacular too much. We use extravaganza yeah. too much, too. I'll figure something. Uh, Wallapalooza. Video game. <laughs> video game. Uh, celebration. Video game. Yeah. yeah whatever. Yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Nobody cares. I'll go look at the, I'll go look at the thesaurus when I'm done here. <clears throat> that sounds good. Put, uh, put some cool music at the end here. Oh, there it is. <laughs> That's nice. I like that. <laughs> Well, it's kind of it's 80s inspired. I, I like the kind of, of 80s ish. It's yeah. very good. I'm very nice. happy. Nice. Yeah, this is nice. All right, uh, go to 10abfh.com. Uh, that's 10 minutes from hell, but like the abbreviated version, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, go to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. That's about it. Buy a t shirt. Yeah. Because I want to sell t-shirts. They're good ones. I like them. 
my pan. I should do a new one. I already I got one. Do a new one. I gotta buy a new one. I've already got my other one. I'm starting to wear out my other one. Um, not that it wasn't good quality, but I washed it a lot, and uh, <clears throat> it's not it's not holding up as well. <laughs> mine, I, I've washed mine quite a bit, and it's uh, it's stayed. It's not uh, keeping it. It's not keeping its shape. I mean, that's my biggest shirt? complaint about it. Yeah, about t-shirts. I, I, eventually, um, they kind of start losing their shape. They don't hold together uh, as well. Some hold together better than others. And uh, unfortunately, my 10 minutes from shirt is not uh, held, held up. Yeah. Maybe it's, maybe I got a bad one. Maybe. Weird. Huh. All right. We'll, All right. Uh, we'll talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Ciao, ciao!